Okay, so this week on a brand new Strong Arm Sports Podcast, expect this. If you ain't talking about LeBron, LeBron got a problem with that. I'm LeBron James, look at me. I'm in another city looking at schools. I'm over here, look at me. I just traded like five of my teammates, even my homeboy Dwayne Wade. Get your shit and get out. Look at me, I'm LeBron. What is going on, folks? Welcome back to a brand new, exciting episode of Strong Arm Sports Podcast. Now, we're just a really sport podcast in all the land. True. I mean, in all the land. True. And we are back today to wrap up the previous weekend sports in dramatic fashion. No BS, no sugarcoating, and no biases, only the strong arm truth. This happens to be the first time you guys have watched our show here on YouTube or listened to it on any of our various podcast networks, because we're everywhere. I'm one half True. of the show. I go by the name of Case Spade, the prospect. And I'm your boy, LePravis57, and together we form Strong Arm Sports Spade. Yes, sir. Spade, Hello. man. I mean, I mean we kind of we been on fire. We kind of been I mean, on fire. That's what we do, bro. Hey, Spade, I want to tell them. Maybe I don't know. Maybe I don't uh, know. So I got to tell y'all. We have a new IG. We have a strong arm sports IG. We posted mm-hmm. only two pictures, but I will. we will be posting a lot more on over there. So I want you guys to go follow. I'm pretty sure it'll be somewhere in the description or maybe hitting you on the screen somewhere. I don't know. I, I don't know how editing is gonna do that. I just want to let y'all know that we do have a strong arm sports IG, strong arm mm-hmm. sports podcast. Yep. Please follow. Please follow. Yep. Yes, Can't sir. thank y'all enough for the love y'all been showing to on the podcast. By the way, uh, Lopez, did you tell them what we was at last week? Cause we wasn't we in the fifties no more, bro. Oh, we was at, babe. We was at thirty-eight. That thirty-eight. Most yeah. downloaded podcast and sports and recreation on iTunes, man. We're doing a real grande, and yeah, we ain't man. nothing without y'all, man. So thank y'all for sure. Y'all for showing sure. so much love, man. It's overwhelming. Can't thank you guys enough. Spade, I want to start in the NFL. Okay, I feel And it. I want to start what you do. Well, I want to start in the NFL is we're going to take it on down to Miami. Now, hey, we already know Miami actually, if you guys didn't know, Miami, the Miami Dolphins actually gave Jarvis Landry they actually gave him permission to seek a trade. I don't know if Jarvis Landry will be traded or not, but they did give him permission to seek a trade. But that's not what we're talking. Spade. Okay. My, yeah. The Miami Dolphins made a splash in the offseason. That's what we they, do. And I ain't talking them white lines, baby. They made a splash. Wow. Wow. The, the, the Miami Dolphins is trading for Los Angeles Ram defensive end Robert Quinn. I had to talk yes. this, babe. You're a Dolphin fan. You I put am. Robert Quinn mm-hmm. with Indomitian Sue and mm-hmm. Cameron Wake. Spade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I like that. I like that. But I mean, I, I want to get. I want to get them actual factuals from you. Talk to me about y'all trading for Robert Quinn. I like it. I mean, there's a couple of areas on that team. I feel like we need to tidy up. And I don't okay. feel like the defensive line is one of them. I feel like the okay. secondary is one of them. And we are notorious on this show for saying. What helps a uh, uh, secondary that's not exactly up to par is making sure that opposing team don't have any time 
to get passes off, making right. sure that the opposing team's running attack gets stuffed before it really gets going, before it even gets to that second and third level of the defense, and adding Robert Quinn does that. Now, Robert Quinn has two more years on his contract. If I'm not mistaken, I think that's going to roughly be about $24 million, which is going to put us up there because Indominus Sue getting that bread too, in case you guys didn't know. Sue ain't playing with our wallets. I like this. I'm going to tell you what I'm a little bit concerned about, LaParis, and I don't even know if you know this. Now, the Rams, okay. they've been making, if, if you want to call them a splash, they've been making splashes in the offseason as well. They just acquired Marcus Peters. And word on the streets is Robert Quinn was in that deal. They was trying to ship Robert Quinn for Peters. And they got mm -hmm. Peters. And you would think, oh, wow. So they, they really got better, and they still trying to move Quinn. So now I'm starting to kind of be like, what's up with Robert Quinn? Like, Robert, you... You ain't got no broke leg and nothing over there. Like, your ACL good? Like, I don't know what's, I don't know why the Rams were so eager, or uh, they appear to be eager, to part with Robert Quinn. I don't know if he butt heads with the wrong person over there. I don't know. It just makes me, I mean, as a Dolphin fan, I'm kind of used to shit going wrong. So, I don't know what could possibly go wrong. But right now, I think I like it. I'm happy about it. Especially considering this, we only had to give up picks for him. I think this, yeah, that's true, too. I think this is actually a money move, Spade. I think he made $8 million last year. Now, at the end of the contract, is going to balloon to probably 12 per. I don't mm -hmm. know what, like, the, the roster hit there. exactly. Mm -hmm. yep. I don't know exactly what the roster hit, but, I, you know, the Rams are one of them, aside from Aaron Donald, the Rams are one of them teams where they they, they rotate defensive linemen. I mean, sometimes Aaron Donald will be at defensive end. They move somebody else inside. They move uh, Donald inside, move somebody else outside. Robert Quinn, I think, if I'm not mistaken, Robert Quinn had eight sacks. This past mm -hmm. year. But, I mean, it was a lot of in interchangeable parts. Sometimes they'll drop a back down. I mean, if I'm not mistaken, the Rams have uh, Barron playing linebacker. And I think if I – he came in the league as a safety. He came in the league as a safety. And they moved him yeah, down yeah, yeah. to linebacker. So, I think mm -hmm. I think it was one of those – nothing – I don't I don't think nothing is wrong with Robert Quinn. I think it was one of those um, moves where it's like, you know what? We got so many – in a movable, interchangeable parts up front, we can uh, we can afford to let this guy go and not have that balloon payment, that twelve, that twenty four million for two years on our on our books, and we can get we can spread that money around elsewhere. Maybe get some young players in here to fill that role. And I I, I, actually, I actually like it for both ways. You get the Rams get some picks, Dolphins get another, in my opinion, elite pass rusher. Oh, definitely. I mean he had eight sacks, and I told you like they move people around over there. Like, sometimes yep. Quinn would be playing linebacker, and they drop mm -hmm. that dude in coverage. So, mm -hmm. I actually like the move for both both teams. And I, and I'm, the Dolphins making a splash. I mean, I like it. Look at the Dolphins. They said, I mean, that's hey. what we do, bro. This ain't even new. I didn't even know we was oh, going to talk this because this ain't even news to me. I'm used to my Dolphins coming out here, you know, making the necessary moves to get better. That's why we're one of the best teams in the AFC. It's so many jokes I can make on your Dolphins pertaining to uh Why would you do that? Why would you do that? Line. Why would you make jokes? I mean, I'm You're a just Cowboy fan, right? You're a Cowboy fan, yeah. right? How many postseason wins y'all got here? That's Jesus what I thought. You Christ, wanna, babe. Move you don't want to make no jokes, man. Yeah, hey, that's listen, what I thought. Listen, Dolphin Rams. First of all, I, the Rams. You want to talk about trying to go get it? I don't know if it's gonna. I don't know if it's gonna work out, but at least they trying to go get it. Kudos to the Rams, and I like. I like that the Dolphins out there making a move. Let me ask you, Spade. Jarvis Landry, mm -hmm. you good with him leaving, or we, where? How, how do you want that situation to, to play out? Real quick. I'm going to tell you what's weird. I, I like Juice. I really do. But I always have felt like for Juice to be a slot receiver, mm -hmm. I'm not really a huge fan of his yards after the catch. That's the one area that I I don't know. I, I like Juice. And if we keep him, I'm fine with that. If he goes away, 
I'm fine with that because I, I want a guy in the slot that you should be able to dink it to him for three or four and he should be able to get you 15, 20. I mean, you kind of dink it the juice at three or four and he gets you five or six. I mean, he ain't going nowhere, bro. He ain't going nowhere before he get caught. So I like juice. I feel like he got good hands. I think he's a good receiver. I just don't feel like he hasn't shown that he can be that guy to get yards after he's got the ball. Like, you kind of got to throw it the juice when you're ready for him to be tackled at. That's just how I feel. <laughs> I'm One sorry. more question, Spade. Yes. Hey, don't what make you this all about my deep? Dolphins, bro. I, no, no, no. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking real, your real opinion. Like, what do you feel should be or would be equal compensation for him? Third, um, third round pick, second round pick? Honestly, I mean, God, if, if we just got Robert Quinn for what? What we get Robert Quinn for? I mean, I think a second, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, I don't know, bro. Maybe maybe a third. I mean, because mm. everybody who loves Juice, they're going to tell you about all the catches he's got. Everybody yeah. who don't like Juice, they're going to talk about how many yards he's got because he just, I mean, that's like a known thing. He, he just don't get a lot of yards after the catch. He just don't. That's so, it. I mean, I, I think he could be replaced. I don't think he's irreplaceable. Let me say that. I like Juice. Juice. I, I mean, y'all bro, got you my that dude, little dude, you, you ain't irreplaceable. Y'all got that little dude, Grant, that made a splash last year. It's kind of tiny, though. I, I know, but I mean, we talking, we, we talking about a guy in the slot. Slot. That's true. Yeah. yeah and I mean, he got the burners. He I don't got think the he's burners. got Juice's hands. He ain't got the hands mm. of Juice. But I mean, if we could I mean, somehow morph him together, boy, you get a hell of a slot receiver. That's for sure. Y'all got my, y'all got my dude, Leontay Carew, that y'all don't get no love. No Man, love. We send him right on back to y'all. You want him back? He, he from Rutgers, baby. We ain't, ain't going to be no Rutgers slander on this show. Let's get it. Let's move forward. <laughs> this next okay. segment, man, let's talk about the NFL Combine. And I think on this show, LaParis, I don't know if they know this about us, so I'm going to go ahead and say it. Okay. On this show, man, the two of us, when it comes to the NFL Combine or Draft Combines in general, we kind of we kind of on the fence with them. Like, I get it. Like, football's gone, so you want the excitement and you get to tune in. And, but I feel like our teams and GMs and scouts, I think they put a little too much stock in the NFL Combine. They'll take a kid that you got two years of footage on and he ain't done shit for two years and he'll go run fast in the Combine and everybody will flip their shit and go crazy about mm -hmm. this kid. So I feel like people put a little too much on the Combine. I don't want to go too deep into it. It's been a lot of storylines. LaParis, I'm going to ask you, what are the biggest? Give me two big storylines from this current NFL Combine that pique your interest. Well, today is Saturday, Spade, and uh, they're doing mm -hmm. quarterbacks, if I'm not mistaken, quarterbacks, wide receivers. And I want to say old lineman maybe or maybe D lineman. I don't I don't know oh, the other position. But yesterday Friday was the running backs, and I mean Saquon mm -hmm. Barkley was everything we thought he was. He ran a four four forty. I mean you know he ran a four four one. A, a, a beast of oh, a that man. One on he, went, that. he went bananas. Say it again. He ran a four four one. Don't don't try to cut him down to to a flat four four. It was okay. a one back. There. Okay, yeah, the forty one is vertical spade. He bench press. Uh, he did 20, 29 reps of the bench press. I mean, he's just Impressive. a beast. That's what we expected from Barkley. We know mm -hmm. he's a beast. We know mm -hmm. he's a beast. Let me add, uh, well, another guy, Spade. You know. Go ahead. You know. What? What, what Spade? What? Because I, I know who you finna talk about, and you know I'm a fan of him, and you know I've been big on this kid before any other sports people. So, before everybody else jump on the bandwagon and start talking listen, about listen, this listen kid. Listen to this guy, y'all. Listen to him, y'all. Listen to him. am I wrong? Tell the truth, fam. I've been big on this kid for at least you, a year. Go ahead. Okay, you been. Go ahead. Let me. You can. I like to be right. I, 
He liked he not like you love to be right. Boy, I, I tell Spade like man, Donovan Mitchell. I, I like Don. He be like, I've been telling you about Donovan Mitchell. That's how he is. I got the tweet since July of 2017. <laughs> I tweeted this kid Donovan Mitchell is gonna be the truth. I'm gonna tell you what, Rashad Penny, bruh. Yes, sir. Four four six forty. He only mm-hmm. did thirteen reps on the bench press, which kind of had me a little worried. But Spade. Nah. Look, 30, 30, 32 and a half inch vertical and a hundred and twenty inch broad jump. I, I'm gonna tell you what, it, Shannon Sharp. I, yeah, I watch other other shows. Shannon Sharp made a great point earlier in the week, Spade. He said, "You look around, and there's none of these elite four four two threes, four two two running backs. These dudes that are super duper fast. None of these guys are super duper fast. None of these dudes are in the Hall of Fame. So it got it had me looking." At the hall, you know, guys in the Hall of Fame, and he was like, "Man, you know, it's some four or five guys, it's some four or four guys, some four or six guys in there." Emmitt Smith, you know, notably, he is not known for his speed, but he was he was very crafty at making people miss. If you didn't, if you guys didn't know, Kamara ran like a four or five something last year. Mm-hmm. But when mm-hmm. you look at Kamara on the field, Spade, don't he look fast? He looked yeah, just, that's called you game cannot, speed. Yeah, yeah, man, he got that. He got that game day speed, and it's crazy. This may sound funny to some of you guys, but some people just move better in the pads. Like Kamara outside the pads, he he looks slow running. I mean, you, a four five is, is still good. I don't. Go I don't Say think it's the pads. I don't think it's the pads, bro. Some people in the game, like mm-hmm. it, when they running, they giving it all they got. That's their speed. But in the game. Some people just mm. got that I'm faster than you. Some people just got that I'm trying to, like, if you put somebody behind me, I'm faster mm. than my 40 time. I'm getting away from this guy. And some of these players are displaying that, man. But anyway, go ahead. I mean, I mean, I, I agree with you. Like, they, they was comparing um Sonny Michael from Georgia to Michelle. Kamala. M- Michelle, Michael, whatever. You keep correcting me. Whatever his name is. He ran a 4, he ran a 4-5-4. Four, and they were saying mm-hmm. that the comparison, when I was watching yesterday, they were saying his comparison is uh, Kamara. And I'm like, you know, I don't know if he got that ability to make people miss. Like, I hope I'm wrong because I like I like um, Michelle. I like him. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, Kamara just, he he a different, a different type of. Yeah, man. He elusive, like, in, instinctually, too. Like, he making moves on top of moves. Like, he's setting you up. For the next move, and I don't, I don't think that can be taught, Spade. I don't think that can mm. be taught. He, let me ask you, how do you feel about in the combine when they compare guys to other guys? Like they compare, compare Michelle to uh, Kamara, they compare a Barkley to a, a Adrian Peterson. How do you feel about the comparisons? Do you think it's I, unfair? I'm not a fan. I'm not a fan because okay. usually to me, I don't see the comparison. Like you know what I'm saying? I always yeah, go, okay. I, I don't see that. So I don't know what they're looking at. I don't know. You know, because you, like you said, you're talking about the combine. They're not talking about a play style. They're talking about yeah. whether or not these guys. Oh, you look at Saquon Barkley. You would say that he's what they call like a, a weight room warrior. Like for mm-hmm. a running back to give you 29 reps of 225 is insane. At the same yeah. time, you you kind of salivate over that and go, wow, this is a physical specimen. But at running back, I don't really know that that type of upper body strength is even necessary. I mean, it can't hurt. That's a good I don't point. guess it'll hurt. But it ain't necessary. What the hell he gonna be doing? Like, is he pushing folks or is he running? Like, I, I that's not that important to me. And this is kind of what I mean about folks getting lost in this. So I feel like the comparisons, I don't necessarily follow it all the time. So to me, I'm, I'm not gonna say I dislike it, but it's kind of like pointless information. It's useless information for me. 
it, it, it kind of rubs me the wrong way, only only to the sense that you compare a guy like Saquon Barkley, and he's he's projected to be a very high draft pick, and you telling mm-hmm. somebody you get Saquon Barkley, you're getting Adrian Peterson, and that's what right. they is expecting. And I think it kind of puts unfair expectations on 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 a guy like a Barkley or a guy. I mean, you're saying you're going to get Michelle and he's going to be Kamara. Kamara just lit the league on fire. Like, I don't know oh, if yeah. that's fair. I don't know if that's fair. Because it, it has a lot to do with scheme, coaching, team you go to. I mean, let's be honest. If Adrian Peterson ran for 2,000 when Minnesota didn't have a – everybody knew the ball was going to AP. He ran for 2,000 yards. Sure did. Barkley go to – if Barkley goes to the Browns, Spade. And everybody know the ball going to Barkley. He, I, and they stacked the box. No way he's getting anywhere close to no two thousand yards with that. I, I, I just, I just think it's unfair to the kid. I just think it's unfair, in my opinion. I, I understand why they do it, but I, I just don't. I just it rubs me the wrong way. It rubs me the wrong way. Well, let me tell you my big story. Uh, my big story from the combine is. One player that I felt like came into the combine needing everything to go right, somebody who I felt like needed to prove something, and that's Sam Darnold. To hear Sam Darnold say, I'm not going to throw at the combine, it got me over here like, well, why? I mean, they said he he really don't feel like he's got, like he doesn't know the receivers. He wants to throw with his receivers. Sam, guess what? Whatever team take you, you ain't going to know they damn receivers either. Like, what, you going to bring your receivers with you to the league? Like, I've never been a fan of that, so – I, I, once again, on one hand, I said that this, I don't feel like it's that important. But to me, Sam Donald has showed me enough throughout his collegiate career that I don't need to, you know, that I can go without seeing him throw. He need to prove everything he can prove to me. I'm not sold on his college career. So, yeah, for, for me, if I'm a scout, I need to see Sam Donald throw. I need to see him throw the strangers. I mean, shit, uh, throw the route. I mean, yeah. It don't matter who running the route. Throw it. Of course, you know what I'm saying? Of, of course you're going to look amazing if you're playing with somebody you have chemistry with. Yeah, that's why I mean, that's why Peyton Manning and Marvin Harrison was out, you know, to midnight just running routes. And because once you get comfortable with somebody, even if you don't like them, at least you have that chemistry. Like, I agree with right. you, Spade. Sam, you know, the crazy thing is Sam Donald don't throw. And then you got a guy like Lamar Jackson throw. And then they critique every little thing that Lamar Jackson Everything. does. Uh, Everything. I mean, I, I, don't, I don't know. Of course, this guy's going to go to USC. He's going to have one of his shorts. He's going to be around. Uh, People that love him, people that, you know, friendly with him and everything. Nobody that's really looking at him like, I mean, there's going to be scouts and stuff there. But the pressure is not going to be as high as -hmm. it would be throwing in Indianapolis this weekend. I agree with you 100%. Yep, that was the big takeaway for me. Uh, All in all, man, I guess if you guys are watching the show, drop in the comment section if we missed the storyline that really caught your eye, if it piqued your interest about the NFL Combine, drop it in the comment section. Tweet Oh, Spade, I got another one that we may have missed. Uh, I can't think of the kid name, but he's a big, he's a defensive tackle from Michigan. Supposed to be a big deal. Give me a minute, let me look him up real quick. Uh, Hold on, he, he, had he was sent home, right? Yes, yeah, it was a defensive tackle that was sent home from the uh, scouting combine this week. He had a heart condition, and that's big. And he was he's projected to be a high pick too. Maurice right. Hurst from Michigan went home with a heart condition, same heart condition that uh, I think Star Tuilele had, as well mm, yeah. as. Uh, Nick Fairley, they 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 both had this same condition. He has to go through some more procedures. Hopefully, the kid is able, you know, to have a healthy career, long career. But Spade, this is big news. This kid was projected to be a high draft pick. 
Do you mm-hmm. think a team would take a shot on him, even with the even with this type of situation? Absolutely. I mean, they're gonna want him to go through, like you said, they're gonna want him to get a few looks from the medical staff. They want to make sure he's okay. I mean, the same thing happened with Fairley, and I think it hurt Fairley in terms of going as high as you possibly okay. could have, but Fairley ended up having play on words a fairly productive NFL career. I, I don't think it hurt him too bad. I, I mean, like you said, he's he was highly touted. They definitely look. And if anything, a team is hoping that he might fall to him later later in that first exactly. round. I still expect yeah, him to that's be a going point. pretty high. I think, I think Nick might have went in like the second round. But start to, to a little, if I'm not mistaken, he still went first round. So, I mean, we have to wait mm-hmm. and see how that plans out. But that was pretty much it for me. I want you guys to leave in the comment section down below. Maybe we missed somebody that tore the combine up. Maybe we missed them. Uh, leave it in the comment section down below. You ready to move on? Yes, sir. Spade, we back to NFL picks, man. Last week we did the Giants. We kind of agreed there. Went Saquon Barkley. And um, we have the Colts this week. We have the Colts. And because the uh, Browns have the fourth pick, we pretty much gave y'all who the Browns, who we think the Browns should pick with both picks. We're going to go to Broncos. We're going to skip the um. We're going to skip over the Browns this week, and we're going to go Colts and Broncos. Space. So, Colts, let's start with the Colts. Let's start there. Who should they take? Indianapolis Colts. First of all, man, the two teams that we've already done, I feel like we did an amazing job on. We have taken two franchises, and, and we started their season off right now. You guys still got to finish out these 16 games, and you got to do the, you got to do your job. Yeah, they got to do help part. you guys out. <laughs> yeah. The Colts, it's a little bit different. For the Colts. I don't really know what's going on with Andrew Luck. Andrew Luck is mm-hmm. I don't I don't know. I, I don't know how to evaluate him. We really haven't seen him play a good bit of football in a in a while. A really wow. good while. So I still want to assume he is a upper tier quarterback. They've got pieces. If you I, I don't know. I don't know. I tell you one thing we do know. Anytime we talk about the Colts, we talk about how bad the O line is. We went back through some older drafts. We saw that the Colts have made attempts at drafting old linemen, and I guess, I, I don't know, they just can't get right. But we're going to try the damn game, folks. The Colts are <laughs> on the clock, and if I'm the GM of the Colts, I'm going to tell you who I'm taking. I'm taking guard out of Notre Dame, Quentin Nelson. I'm taking this guy right now. Most of the mock drafts I've seen got him taking Bradley Chubb. I got Bradley Chubb going number one overall to the Cleveland Browns. I'm taking Quentin Nelson. Andrew Luck, thank me later. Frank Gore, thank me later. Go. It's kind of going to throw a little loophole in our whole little theory because in our little mock draft, we had them going Chubb. We had the Browns going Chubb and then taking Fitzpatrick. But mm-hmm. it's a loophole in head. The Colts pick first, baby. You look, right. I mean, they have Vontae Davis. I felt like Vontae Davis' time is up with the Colts. Mm-hmm. I, I have the Colts. I have the Colts. Trumping the Browns and taking Take in the cornerback Fitzpatrick from, okay. from 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 Alabama. That's what's happening. Okay, I wouldn't mean I wouldn't that's be mad happening. at that either. But if you Andrew Luck is your guy, right? Hey, hey, that's you was just mentioning hey. to me about Andrew Luck don't have time to throw the football. You that's don't want right. him to get a solid bro, O line. Let me tell you, Spade. I'm not. I'm you. I'm a. The crazy thing is, I'm an O line guy. I'm shocked you went O line. I'm shocked you went O line. I love it. I love it. I love I it. mean, you, I'm trying to understand why you didn't. Andrew Luck, especially Luck, this you high, just me, told me this let, man getting his spleen busted playing behind those bombs. Yes. Get him some help. Me, you, you're right. But, hey, I agree with you 100%. If they go O-line here, I don't have a problem. I don't have a problem with your pick. I love it. That that dude from Notre Dame is a they, – his, his comparison, which I just told you I don't like, his comparison oh is to Larry Allen. But – 
if he's anything close, anything in the in the vicinity, in the area of Larry Allen, they are getting a monster. So I'm not mad if they go O-line there. But Spade, I, I really don't know what's up with Andrew Luck. And it had me thinking, should they potentially go quarterback here? When I was thinking, I'm like, yo, we haven't seen Luck in maybe two years, two, three years it seemed like. We haven't seen him in forever. That's true. Like, I'm trying to, I'm thinking to myself, should they go quarterback here? So even if Andrew Luck do come back, at least you have somebody serviceable on the bench. Now, I like, uh, who did they get from the coach? Brissett? I like Brissett. Right. I like Brissett. I don't think Brissett played bad, especially with what he was given. He had Frank Gore and... Uh, 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 don't come for Frank. Don't come for Frank. <laughs> oh, That's what uh, we're not going to uh, do. I, 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 uh, I, hell no. Nah. L- nah. Listen, I, I like... I, I don't know. I was just thinking. Could could the coach potentially even think about going quarterback here, even if it's any type of loophole being thrown? With uh, Now, everybody know the coach wants Chubb because they're projecting that one of these quarterbacks going to the Browns or maybe the running back. Then they, I, then they uh, suspecting that the uh, Giants would either take a running back or a quarterback, and Chubb would be there for them at number three. They want Chubb, but mm-hmm. if Chubb go first, babe, mm-hmm. would they even consider a quarterback? I mean, I got some, I got some mock drafts that's got them taking a quarterback, but the Paris wouldn't ma- look if we, if you got Andrew Luck, and you know me and you, we've had uh, uh, quite a few yeah. heated debates about where you rank Andrew Luck. If you've That's got right. Andrew Luck as a top five elite level quarterback who can't stay on the field behind that O line, what what good could a rookie do? That's what that's rookie true. you throwing behind this O line? Like that's they gotta true. go O line. I just saved him. Coach talk, I mean, get at I, me, I, bro. I, I just saved y'all. I, I don't have a problem with O line speed. I, I I really don't. I don't have a problem with that. What about the Broncos? Talk to me about the Broncos. Broncos, we jumped over to number four. Broncos next on the clock, and I'm gonna be honest with you, this is one of the toughest teams. That I had to do because I I'm gonna tell you why it's tough. I mean, you could look at that team and easily say, hey, they they might be a quarterback away. But I kinda I thought that they really was kinda not ready to give up on Trevor Simeon, which I've said on earlier shows. And then also LaParis, it turns out they seem to be really big on Kirk Cousins. They really mm. want Kirk Cousins. Yep. So I mean, if they get Kirk, that changes everything, of course. It, it that does, changes it really does. everything. So I really don't know. I mean, if you look at them, they look like a pretty solid unit. I don't really know what they need. So this is what I decided to do. And y'all not gonna like this. I, I don't. I don't know what to tell you. I'm giving them Josh Rosen. I don't know what to get the Broncos. I don't. This is why. If that was that, look, I would just throw some names in the hat. If I was their GM, and I would draw because I'm seeing some guys saying that they're gonna take Nelson. I got Nelson gone. Mm. I mean. If you look at their defense, they got a pretty top-tier defense. Now, it is some rumors that they could possibly lose um, a keep to leave. If, if they lose right. to leave, then maybe they go after a DB. We got Fitzpatrick already being going. Maybe they, they could look at Ward. They could look at Denzel Ward out of OSU. Mm-hmm. I think I'm going to throw him Josh Rosen. That way, if they strike out on the Kirk Cousins thing, they still got Rosen. Matter of fact, even if they take Cousins, Cousins finna get a uh, he finna get a grip. Maybe you could take Rosen and make him Aaron Rodgers. Maybe he sits there. Maybe he learns. Maybe he turns to a sponge and soaks up. And then by the time he's ready, he can get that doggone pigskin and be ready to do some major stuff with it. I don't know what to do, bro. That's the best I got. What you got? Shockingly, it. let me say this. If the Broncos get Kirk Cousins, 
if the Broncos get Kirk Cousins, I think I trade the pick. I think wow. I tra- if they get if they get Kirk Cousins, I think they trade the pick. But if they don't land Kirk Cousins and he goes somewhere else, then I think you got to go quarterback because the, the Broncos team, in my opinion, is still one of those teams. Like they right there. Like you look at that team, and that team should not be a bad team. They got they got two three wide receivers. Well, I think C.J. Anderson. If my, I think I think he's not going to be back. C.J. Anderson is not going to be back. I think they let C.J. Anderson go. But this this it's a lot of running backs in this draft, and I'm I'm a firm believer that you can get a running back late. You can get a running back late. Now, maybe if they get Kirk Cousins, maybe they go. You you said you said uh Ward. You said Ward at corner. Maybe they go Josh Jackson from Iowa. He's another uh, projected high corner down there. But if I get if I'm the Broncos and I land Kirk Cousins, I trade the pick because these quarterbacks pay or these they about to be a hot commodity and these teams want quarterback. Yeah. So maybe I can get a, a a first rounder later in this draft, later in this draft, and and uh, okay, maybe a first rounder or a second rounder for next year. If I land Kirk Cousins, if I don't get I, Kirk Cousins, I agree with you. You got to go quarterback here. You got to take Rosen because the guys you, you going have Rosen? there. Yeah, not Josh Allen, not Josh. I, I'm told I'm not, people been we've been in parties with a ton of people. Spade and they like, man, Josh Allen is the truth. I, I I'm his not arm. a fan of Josh they got a big Allen. Arm. I'm not a fan of Josh Allen. I'm not really. It ain't that I'm not a fan of Baker Mayfield. I just I don't know about Baker Mayfield. I feel like Josh Allen, Josh Allen, is the most polished. Is the most polished out of. And I'm not a fan of who Rosen or Allen. It's Josh Allen, ain't it? Allen is from Wyoming. Josh. Rosen is from UCLA. I mean, I'm, I'm sorry, Rosen. Excuse me, I'm Rosen. sorry. Okay. I meant Rosen. I agree. I got Josh, Rosen over Josh Allen as well. I'm just making polished. sure I heard that right. Yeah, he's the most polished out of all of them, in my opinion. So I feel like that's the way you got to go. Josh Rosen from UCLA. Okay, let me say if one you more don't thing like and then we'll Right. Go ahead. I'm with you on one thing. If they do land Kirk Cousins, you know one team that has already expressed interest in trading up? Who that? That's the Cardinals, who okay. need everything. So, need everything. yeah, let me throw that and in. And they lost their coach and everything. They lost, like, they, they lost, they lost their quarterback, their coach, they lost their puppy. Yeah. Like, it's, it's, it's not good out there, and it's hot yeah. as hell. So, if, for some odd reason, they are able to lock up this Kirk Cousins thing, I would not be shocked to see them trade back with the Cardinals and see what they can get from the Cardinals. Let me throw that out there too. Yeah, I mean, because you can move back from with the Cardinals, take take their fifteenth pick, and then maybe get a first or another another first or a second for next year. I think mm-hmm. I think you'll be all right. I think you'll be because I really do feel like the Broncos is a quarterback away. I really do. I feel like their defense is still elite. You can get a running back later in the draft. I mean, they have Booker. They got they had Booker last year. I mean, maybe they drafted Booker two years ago, maybe. But I mean, they got mm-hmm. a young back back there, so I, I think the Broncos would be all right. But I get Kirk Cousins. I trade the pick. If not, maybe I go. You got you got to go QB. You got to go QB. You got to go. One thing before we move forward. Go ahead. If big question mark here. Yeah. If they're able to get Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. do you see Demarius stepping back up to? Top level wide receiver play. Do you feel like quarterback is the reason why Bebe Thomas is kind of dropped off our radar? Or do you think it's just him? I just mean, wonder. 
I like the I like Demarius, and I, I feel like that's some. I think that's some of the issues. I think another another issue with Demarius Thomas is, you know, he 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 his peripheral vision. When he see he see you coming down the barrel, he kind of don't want to catch that ball. And and he was he wasn't like that before. Remember, he got hit in that Super Bowl space. I mean, he got his clock cleaned. And then ever since then, I felt like he was a little gun shy with going inside like he used to. Like oh he yeah. Used to. That that I, I was your boy. Like, yeah. And, and, until that until that hit happened, and, yeah. and I feel like I feel like after that he his game kind of changed. He played more outside. He didn't want to go in them in them tough spots where he used to go. And I feel like when he did go in there, a lot of those passes were dropped because he didn't want to get you know didn't want to get his clock clean. So I feel like he could get back to that top tier production. Maybe not like top five, top ten. Maybe eleven ish, twelve ish. Maybe right there. But I mean, I feel like I feel I definitely feel like Kirk Cousins or or a decent quarterback can can definitely help that. Simeon and um Osweiler and uh Paxton Lynch, those guys were just. I mean, Simeon had some games like when you'd be like, okay, but he kind of remind me of, you know. You damned if you do, you damned if you don't. Like some, right. you never know what you're gonna get with that guy. You never know what you're gonna get. You need some consistency. At that point, I agree. I agree. I mean, leave, leave your see. thoughts, Coast fans. I know some Coast fans watch. It's only like two and a half of y'all. It's some Bronco fans out there. Leave in the comment section down below. Who should your team take? Who should the Colts and the Broncos take? Even if we said somebody, just leave in the comment section down below. We know the Colts want Chubb. We know. We know. He gone, y'all. He gone. He went yeah, number one. We but we can move on, bro. Le Paris, Le Paris, Le Paris. Let's get to the association, the greatest league in pro sports, where not only are you entertained by the game on the court, but you are drawn in from the storylines from across the league on the sidelines. This thing is beautiful. NBA, y'all got to hire me. I needs in on what you guys got. What you got is a gold mine. And I like gold. I got gold fever. Y'all got to get me in there, bro. I need sin. LaParis, are you sitting down, bro? I should be standing up for this. Nah, you shouldn't. You got your water? Take a sip of your water. Matter of <laughs> fact, I don't even have nothing in my cup. I just got ice. Hold on. <laughs> All right. Listen, bro. Let's talk LeBron James. Let's talk Philadelphia 76ers. Let's talk the association. I'm smiling. Oh, boy. Listen. If you're listening on the podcast and you can't see me, I am smiling. I'm happy. This is Why? great. Because I like the storylines, bro. How could you not? You Listen, you're going to hear why after this. How about a Philadelphia 76ers TV game analyst got this story going, right? And I don't feel like he would make this up. He says, I've told this to a few people. I have no problem saying this. So, I mean, he, he got his chest out there. He putting his name on it. Ain't no anonymous shit. He got his name up there. I can't say it, though. I don't want to jack it up. He said, my brother lives in Philadelphia in the Philadelphia area, and he told me that LeBron James last week through a superintendent was in the area checking out some private schools during All-Star break. This started this story. LeBron might be going to Philadelphia next year. You got Joel Embiid tweeting, Pictures of him and LeBron James saying the process, summer 18. Everybody's like, oh, Brian's going to, first of all, Philly, I don't know why the hell you would even want this. Where would he play? Because y'all told me y'all had the next LeBron James and Ben Simmons, but that's neither here nor there. And just when you was thinking, oh, my God. Because, look, they put the camera in Brian's face and they said, Brian, everything's going wrong in Cleveland. Folks saying you're going to leave. What you think about that? 
Let me tell you something about LeBron. LeBron knows what he's doing. LeBron said, I'm not thinking about going anywhere. I'm with this team for the remainder of the year. Oh, shit. Saying that means anything can happen at the end of the year. Mm. Everybody's been running with the story. LaParis, they, they caught up with LeBron James before a game, and I'm going to tell you what they said. Hold on. Let me find it. I lost it just that quick. Following a group interview session, LeBron James was still wondering why somebody came up to him and asked him this question. They came up to LeBron James and they asked him at a Cavs shoot-around if he was in Philadelphia looking for schools in Pennsylvania. He said, Pennsylvania? Nah. What are you talking about? Over the All-Star break, I was on vacation. Then I went to Los Angeles. Somebody said he was still wondering why he was being asked about it. He was told it was because reports that he was spotted there and LeBron grimaced at the camera and said, that's disgusting. Like, it's disgusting. Mm. I like it. I'm here for it, LaParis. I like all this drama. I like all this soap opera. Couple of questions. One, who do you believe, LeBron or this TV reporter? And do you think LeBron really ends up in Philadelphia next year? I'm so excited, LaParis. Go, bro. Go. Go. Let me Go ahead. I'm looking right. I'm looking right in the camera. Yeah. Who you believe? Let me let me start with LeBron. And let me let me start with Cleveland. Cleveland. Look at me. Cleveland. Can you fix your tone, though? Because you sound No, poopy. no, no, no. Fix your hey, tone. Let me, this let me, is let great. Let me talk to Cleveland. Let me talk to Cleveland, please. Talk to Cleveland. Cleveland. This is great. Cleveland. I'm happy. Look at me. Over here. This way. Right here. Cle Cleveland. If you guys believe LeBron, <laughs> if you guys believe LeBron, then you guys are the biggest idiots ever. Like, LeBron. Ooh. But listen, before Brian went to Miami, LeBron was I'm with this team, this team, I'm, I'm, I'm team. We, if we know one thing about LeBron, he likes the dramatics. LeBron, LeBron did a did a whole ESPN special about leaving Cleveland, <laughs> about leaving Cleveland when he left Miami. When he left Miami, LeBron had this big article out. I, I want to say it was in the Undefeated. It might have not been. Maybe it wasn't in the. Undefeated. It was in some type of paper, and he said, "I'm coming home." Like you know, it like we know. Like so, Cleveland asking LeBron, asking LeBron right now during this season, "Are you staying? Are you going? What's your thoughts? What's going on after the end?" He's not gonna answer that. He's not gonna answer that. You're wasting your breath. If if you guys believe, oh. Le this is LeBron saying, oh, this is stupid or this don't make any sense. Then you guys That's are disgusting. crazy. LeBron has That's pulled disgusting. this on us already twice. Why wouldn't you think he would be with the shenanigans again? Like, why not? Come on, Cleveland. The Le Paris, you saying hey, LeBron is a liar? Is that what you're saying? You're saying LeBron saying, James is a I'm liar. I'm saying that Le LeBron going to hedge them bets. He going to wait and see. He going to wait and see. If Cleveland can make this run at this championship, uh, babe, we talked to a ton of people. We talked to a ton of people that we, 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 I don't know, maybe not so much now, but we used to respect their knowledge of, on sports. And people are saying, Cleveland, Cleveland, I don't see them even coming out the East. And we're like, what? Like, LeBron's like, what? They don't care what, they could be the eighth seed. They don't care. And we, I'm saying that Le LeBron is going to wait and see what happens with, in the Eastern Conference playoffs. In the, if they make it to the finals, he's going to see what happens. And he's going to make his decision based all that, off that. So asking LeBron right now, LeBron, what's your thought? What's going on? Were you in Philly? Were you not in Philly? Were you on vacation? Were you looking at private schools? Do you want to play with Embiid and Ben Simmons? That's dumb. He's not going to answer that. He's going to wait till they all to do their to job. The That's their job. 
Spade, he gonna wait. I mean, I get it, but he gonna wait to the smoke clear. He, what are you gonna say? You know what? Embiid and Ben Simmons, yeah, that's looking like a nice little tandem with me. He ain't gonna say that. He gonna just give you smoke and mirrors until the smoke clears, and then he gonna he, he gonna he gonna bust a move again. He gonna bust okay. a move again. All right, all right, right. I want back in there. So what you're trying to tell me is you believe indeed that LeBron was in Pennsylvania looking at private schools. I I, I buy that. I buy that. I bought some of that. The Paris, you can see LeBron wanting to go to the 76ers. I, I didn't say, Spade. I'm just, when you look around this league, Spade, you look mm -hmm. around this league, more than, I hear a lot of things, LeBron to the Spurs, LeBron to the Lakers, LeBron to the Clippers. Why would he want to go join the West and, and meet the Warriors in the, in the Western Conference Finals? Because LeBron ain't scared a, of no Warriors. That's why. I'm I, LeBron ain't I think scared LeBron, of no Warriors. Listen to me, Spade. You have to deal with James Harden and He's going Russell there. Westbrook and all that in the Western Conference playoffs. When he can stay in the East, he Spade, LeBron can go to Philly. He can go to Philly next year, and they'll be in the finals. They will be in the finals. With you know, you you always wonder about Embiid health, Ben Simmons shooting, but I mean they they can they got Reddick. They can re-sign Reddick. Covington. Covington is struggling this year, but now Covington is getting open looks. And if we know anything about LeBron, he's definitely gonna bring some shooters over there. So, I mean, I, I, I mean, I don't know if LeBron was in Philly or not, but I, the report came out, and I'm like, oh, I can, I can, I can buy some of that. I can buy some of that. All right, let me go ahead and bring it home because this is why I'm the NBA professional. I'm the NBA specialist I mean, on this show. Paris, you did good. Go ahead. You did good. Go ahead. You did a very good job. You was right on some things. You was wrong on some things. I just kind of sit back. Spade, if Sometimes you know, over there thinking they're gonna get Spade is crazy because they're gonna get they're gonna end up getting their heart broke again. They're gonna get their heart. If LeBron leave and they not, it's like when you date a girl that cheated on you and you you take her back. You you in your back of your mind, you always think, well, is she cheating again? Is she gonna cheat again? Like if Cleveland over there, like that's why you cheat first. Go ahead, go ahead, Spade. This is why you cheat first. All right, look, folks, I got this. I got <laughs> this. Was LeBron James in Pennsylvania looking at private schools? Absolutely. Absolutely. In order for this man to come out and put his name on it with his chest poked out like this and say, yeah, the superintendent, the superintendent told, yes, it happened. But listen, 76ers fans, turn down, relax. Have I mean, I want them to turn Take down a sip too. Of water. I He's that. not going there. It's a quote in this article right here that tells you all you need to know about LeBron James. It says right here, the 33-year-old James said this week he was flattered. Sixers fans that they covet him. He says right here, you can say it's a distraction, but it's not. It is actually very flattering that I'm sitting here at 33 in my 15th year and teams or guys, I don't want to say teams because that becomes tampering, but people in their respective city want me to play for them. That's cool. I think it's dope. I'm going to tell you what it is. LeBron likes to... LeBron? Huh? You get it. Yeah. LeBron likes to create these stories. This is why LeBron is the face of the league. It's not just because he's a great player. I keep telling you guys it's about these stories. That's what draw people in. If you ain't talking about LeBron, LeBron got a problem with that. 
What you talking about? Steph and all them damn threes he making? What you talking about? KD and him being a snake? No, look at me. I'm LeBron James. Look at me. I'm in another city looking at schools. I'm over here. Look at me. I just traded like five of my teammates. Even my homeboy Dwayne Wade. Get your shit and get out. Look at me. I'm LeBron. That's what LeBron wants. And he got us on Strong Arm Sports. The best podcast in all the damn land. Talking about him looking at a private school in Pennsylvania. Look. This man's son is about to go to high school. You think he want to change schools now? He left Mm. the beautiful city of Miami to go to Cleveland for Savannah. You think he want to go to Philly? He ain't going there, y'all. Relax. He ain't going. All he wants is for y'all to talk. All he wants is for y'all to keep putting up billboards throughout the city, which this article says it's already three billboards that says Philly wants LeBron. Let me make sure I get it right. What's the actual quote? Hashtag Philly wants LeBron. That's all he wants. LeBron ain't going nowhere. And if he do go somewhere, which is possible, because you can't put it past LeBron, because like LePere stated, he's done it twice when we didn't think he was going anywhere. I guarantee you, he doesn't land in Philadelphia. That team is not set up the way Brian likes his teams. Let's be honest. Brian want a bunch of shooters around him. He wants to dominate the ball and kick it out. Ben Simmons ain't making no damn jumpers. That boy don't even want to shoot. Have you seen Markel Folks jump shot? You think he want to get a dot? You think he passing to him for a three? Hell no. So you're not going to turn this into slandering Philadelphia? No, I'm not slandering those guys. They're doing good. I just want the Philly fans to know the truth. Because I love Philadelphia is the the city of brotherly love. And I'm their brother and I love them. So I got to keep it real with y'all. Y'all ain't going to believe Landon know the truth, Spade. I just told him, y'all probably got him back. The only way I see Brian leaving is if he can make it somehow work where he teams up with one of his banana boat buddies, and I'm talking about Chris Paul and Land in Houston. And yes, look, uh, LaParis is saying he don't want to go over there and deal with Steph. If you could put him with James Harden. I'm not, I, I, I agree with that 100%. And Chris I Paul, he'll his ass over to Houston. I agree with that 100%. A hundred percent, I agree with that. I was thinking, you know, it was a whole lot of LeBron to the Spurs. It was yeah, that, that. Kawhi don't even want to be there. Kawhi trying well, to get the hell out of there now. I mean, Why was somebody trying to get about it last year. Facts. Matter of fact, before the season started, LaMarcus Aldridge had to sit down. He was about ready to get the hell out of there. Nobody's yeah. happy there. No, I ain't nobody out there happy. Spade, I, I, got, a, I got a strong, I've been working out. I got a strong Uh-oh. arm, Spade. Uh-oh. I got a strong arm a topic in here real quick. We don't got to spend a lot of time, but it, it, it spawned off your stream last night, Spade. It spawned Uh-oh. off your stream. Uh-oh. So we was in Spade's stream last night, and people was like, LeBron is the most overrated player, overhyped player ever. So it made me, I, I had to bring it to the table, Spade. Whenever you talk, he, whenever you talk LeBron, it's controversy. It's either people all the way don't like him, or they all the way like him. It's no in-between. Like, you know, LeBron's a good player, but, see, that's how I am with Kobe. I don't like Kobe Bryant, but I, I would be an idiot to not to not say Kobe Bryant was a phenomenal basketball player. I, I know yes. that. I understand that. I just don't like Kobe Bryant, and it will always be MJ over Kobe to me. To me. Mm-hmm. But, Spade, it got me. Hey, I, I got to ask you this question, Spade. Do LeBron get enough credit for his greatness? And I ain't talking about LeBron, like, feeling himself. Like, like, do people, your stream kind of rubbed me the wrong way. They said LeBron is overrated and and just, I I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe it. But talk to me. Do LeBron get enough credit? I know he went to the finals. 
and he lost some games. But I mean, yeah. you look at the logo. I think the logo lost like four or five NBA championships. Jerry West, like he lost a bunch in the finals. Mm-hmm. Talk to yeah, me about I, LeBron. Listen, Brian doesn't get the credit he deserves. Uh, Brian is the most polarizing athlete of yeah. today. I think he's the most heavily scrutinized athlete in the history of professional sports, which is one of the reasons why LeBron for the longest was my favorite player. Now, I will be honest, I wasn't a Brian fan until he came to Miami. Him coming to Miami, seeing all the hate that he got, that he received, it made me a fan of him. I got this thing in me. I like to pull for the underdog. And then after he went back to Cleveland, he's still one of my favorite players, but I kind of dialed it back, and then I kind of put my fanmanship on a guy who went from being the sixth man of a team to being snubbed for the MVP. That's neither here nor there. But yes, Mm. LeBron is definitely not getting all the credit he deserved. But I actually want to say something. He's not the first. Like, this happens a lot. And usually what you see is a person kind of disliked your winning ways, and it makes it hard for them to appreciate your greatness until later. I'm on record as saying, like, I'm a Jordan fan. Now everybody think I grew up loving Michael Jordan. I did not. I did not like Michael Jeffrey Jordan because he won all the time. And I like to root for underdogs. So back when Jordan was kicking the league ass, my favorite player was Charles Barkley. When Charles Barkley went to Phoenix, I wanted so bad for Charles Barkley to win a championship ring. When he said that God told him the Suns was going to win, I believed him. I believed him. Mm -hmm. And Michael Jordan said that God didn't clear that with me. God didn't ask me if that was okay. And I hated Jordan for that. Who are Mm -hmm. you to say God ain't get your permission? But Mm -hmm. later I was like, you know what? This dude is pretty damn... Do you see what he was able to do? I had to take it in. And people are going to do that with Brian. Brian is 33 years old, and it don't look like he is tapered off at all. That's tough to appreciate in the moment because you got folks saying, I'm tired of Brian. Every time he goes to a team, he's moving players, he plays GM, I'm sick of him. It's going to be later. When Brian starts to taper off, you're going to have to sit back and go, wow, LeBron is pretty damn awesome. This kid came straight out of high school and he lived up to all the enormous amount of hype that people put on him. Not that he put on himself. When he came in and they said, this guy's the chosen one. He's going to bring a championship to the city of Cleveland. Who in the hell? How many high school kids can you put that type of pressure on and they actually deliver? Not many, right. man. I'll say maybe 1%. And he did it. And he did it. And, and, I, and I mean, Spade, he, even if they, he took them to the finals before and they lost when, in that, that first stint with Cleveland. Like, when when did Cleveland, when did the Cavs ever sniff anything of a championship before LeBron? Spade, 30,000 points, 8,000 rebounds, 8,000 assists. You can't say that guy is overrated. That is, them are, that first player ever, that shit is phenomenal. I could not believe the people that was in your stream last night. And I know they watch Strong on Sports. That's why I had to bring it, I had to bring it to, to this to, to us. I had to bring it to SAS because I couldn't believe mm-hmm. it. Spade, let me ask you this my last question and then we can move on. Mm-hmm. Has any high school player ever been as hyped as LeBron James coming out of high no. school? Now, I know no. Kobe Bryant. Kobe Bryant got drafted. People don't know. Maybe they forgot. Kobe Bryant got drafted by the Hornets and got traded to the Lakers for like Vladi Divac. Like, no. people don't remember that. Even Kevin Garnett. Oh. Uh, Kevin Garnett, I think Moses Malone came out of high school as well. Tracy McGrady, who had a great career, but nobody. Go ahead. Tracy McGrady got drafted out of high school, and he ended up having, I mean, shy of the injuries, he had a Hall of Fame career, and still nobody looked at 17-year-old Tracy and said, this guy is going to do things nobody said that about. Yeah, he couldn't get off the bench over there in Toronto in the first couple years. Same thing with Jermaine O'Neal. 
with, he was with the uh, Blazers. He was at the end of the bench forever. Yep. You are absolutely right. I mean, I don't think I, I don't think a dude. I mean, Tr- Tracy McGrady, who's who's phenomenal, Hall of Famer. He's in the Hall of Fame, but he didn't get off the bench for some mm-hmm. years up there in Toronto yep. with Vince. Yep. And I mean, you look at nobody had this much hype as a high school dude coming to the NBA, and we've seen a ton yep. of them. We've seen a ton of these right. guys. It's especially our generation's page. They was they was coming out. A high school like Jail Green came out of high school. They was coming out. Yep. I mean, I just and I, I'm listen. I'm not a Cavs fan. I, I just think that LeBron gets scrutinized. You either all in on LeBron or you hate Polarizing, that guy. Bro. And I just feel like, yeah, I just feel like you, you that guy deserves more credit than he than he probably get. Way more. I'm interested to know how the fans feel. Talk to me about LeBron. These comments probably about to be on fire, Spade. Because, like you said, he's a pulverizing figure. But a- answer me. Do LeBron get enough credit? Answer it in the comment section down below. Tweet us. Email us. <laughs> write it. Write it in the reviews on iTunes. I don't care what you got to do. Just talk to me about LeBron. Spade, I got... It's been a... You want to talk about a, a lot of talk going on in the NBA, Spade. Me and you had this talk maybe two or three weeks ago. You asked me, you was like, who's your MVP? You was like, is, he, is James Harden not the MVP? And I said, I got to be honest with you. If we're, t- if we're talking right now, James Harden has, and the Rockets have been phenomenal. And I will have James Harden for MVP right now. Spade. Yep. Here they go again. Here they go again. Here they go again, Spade. AD, the, the, the talk on the street now is AD for MVP. They saying that if AD was to make the Pelicans pass the Spurs or pass those other top teams Mm -hmm. and maybe get a higher seed in the playoffs Mm -hmm. with no boogie, Mm -hmm. just really Drew Holiday, a little bit of Nico. AD has been, I got to give AD credits, baby. He's been spazzing all the way out in the month of February. Right. He went wheels. He did. Spade. It's a lot of talk about AD, the MVP, and I know you. it's not sitting well with you because it feels like they are trying to snub James Harden again. Talk talk to your boy AD for MVP. Do this have any legs or do this have a unibrow? Talk to me. <laughs> I mean, sadly, it's got legs, and it. it's got legs because the media kind of pushes. They push the, the narrative, and, and they affect people's opinion. Uh-oh. I mean, let's be honest. They affect people's opinion. I got people who, I had people in the comment section of my live stream that probably hadn't watched the NBA game all year coming at my neck like, Mm -hmm. Spade, better watch out. Anthony Davis, he's making a case for himself. And I was like, look, I mean, Anthony Davis is a phenomenal player. I never sit here and deny that. I've never denied that. I I am on record. Did not think he was going to be definitely a great player. I won't deny that. I don't think anybody can. He had a hell of a month. I won't deny that either. The thing about Anthony Davis has always kind of held him back is consistency. He cannot keep this up over 82 game season. He's proved it. He won't this year as well. I'm not saying I want him to get hurt. Please don't get hurt, AD. That's not what I want. But he's going to sit out for little nagging things here and there. He'll just have a game where he'll probably be fatigued and he'll take off. He, he won't play as hard in that game. This is what he's done. I'm not making this up. You can look it up. LaPere says, check the tape. It's there. You can see this. Here's what I don't like, bro. 2015, the biggest, biggest MVP snub 
clearly more deserving, and he was told he didn't win because Steph Curry and the Golden State mm-hmm. Warriors had the better record. They made it about the record. Last year, in a, in a really, really close MVP okay. battle, he had the better record than Russell Westbrook, and they came back and told him it ain't about record. It's about stats. Russ got better stats. So you got James Harden confused. Shit, he don't know if he need to win games, have good stats. Hell, he don't know what to do to get an MVP. What Anthony Davis is doing is phenomenal. <laughs> That's In true. In the tough Western Conference, he has a, a opportunity to finish this year with the Pales in third, and if he gets them in third, he deserves the MVP. And I thought, wow, you know, that's kind of true. So I started to do some research. First of all, let me tell y'all this. We always do this, the West is tough, the West is tough. This year is kind of time to shut that shit up. The West ain't really that tough if we look at it. Let's let's be honest. We're looking at it right now. I'm looking at the Western Conference. Right now, the Pelicans whoa, are seven whoa. in the West, which is Talk to me. pretty impressive. Okay. You go, whoa, they're number seven. Talk to you me. You look at the teams behind Talk them. Talk to me. The Grizzlies, the Suns, the Mavericks, and the Kings, they are all competing to lose. They just fine Mark Cuban for saying he want to lose. So you take those teams out of it. And you got the Lakers, which is a team that we've already said on this show a couple of times is not a very good team. You take the face of that franchise, Lonzo Ball, which they say is the face of the franchise, He's been injured. He's been out for about six weeks. You got them currently sitting just outside of the top eight. You got the Utah Jazz, which is a bad team, led by a rookie. They're outside of the top eight. And you got the Clippers, who we don't know what the hell is going on with them. Currently, the eight teams that will make the postseason if the playoffs started today, you got the Nuggets at eight. I don't know what to say about that. You got the Pels at seven. You got the T-Wolves at six, missing their best Mm -hmm. player in Jimmy Butler. At five, you got OKC. I don't know what the hell is going on out there. They're trying to figure it out. I guess you could give them some credit if they jump OKC. But at four, you got the Spurs, who's playing without their best player in Kawhi. So I don't understand. They keep saying, look, if for some odd reason, if the Pelicans could jump the T-Wolves with an injured star, the Spurs with an injured star, and the Thunder, who can't get their shit together, he should be MVP. Why? And LaParis, mm-hmm. I got to be honest, bro. I don't feel like the West is this powerhouse that we're used to seeing anymore. Everybody's beat up or missing a star. You got the Thunder. They're not beat up, but they really can't get right. You got the Trailblazers, who are a pretty good regular season team. Nobody really expects this team to make a deep push in the postseason because mm-hmm. they don't really have the pieces. And then you got the Warriors and the Rockets. So are the West really this powerhouse conference this year? I don't feel like they are. I don't. And, and I mean, when we was talking about this, you know, not on the show, like off offline, I guess I say. Um, people was like, Well, the Pelicans are in the playoffs. And we was like, Well, you look look around the league. Memphis got worse. They was a playoff team. The Jazz lost a star. They lost Hayward. I mean, they still competing because, you know, they got Donovan Mitchell out there. But I mean right. it's like three teams. It's like three teams that out of the playoffs that that was playoff contenders every year. And those teams the, the landscape the of those teams have changed. So yep. somebody gotta get those spots. Somebody moves up. You look at the Clippers. They just lost. They just lost Blake Griffin and Chris Paul. That's a playoff. Yeah. That's they are perennial playoff team in the West. They're out now. You got to get them out. LaParis just told you what's going on with some of these other teams and the Mavs, who are always kind of around that line. They're actually trying to lose. They yeah. said it. They're trying to lose. So if you can't make the top eight over there, I don't. Then you're a really bad team. The West is not that powerhouse stack conference this year. They're not. I'm sorry. Spade. I mean. You don't think AD had no? He don't have any argument for MVP at of all. Course. Zito. I mean, of course you can make this argument about several players. We say every year you can make the argument about LeBron, but I mean, yeah. it, I'm gonna be honest with you. 
Right now, the Rockets are currently sitting number one in the West. That's, that's if correct. for some odd reason the Pelicans end up a being if they end up around fourth, let's say they get that fourth place seed. If that's enough for AD to win the MVP, if I'm James Harden, I'm done even trying. Because every year you change whatever little stipulations or rules you got to make sure somebody else is more deserving. This man has already been snubbed one time for sure. Now, look, you could make the argument for him in, in the triple-double year. That's what I'm calling it. Everybody was getting triple-doubles. I can't be mad that Russ got it. 2015, I'm going to be honest with you. i take it to my grave. I think James Harden was the most deserving player I mean, in the league for MVP. He was voted MVP amongst his peers that year. Amongst correct? his peers. He was. So, I mean, this year, right now, the, the way James Harden's been playing, the, the way the Rockets have been playing, it's been phenomenal. And you can give some of that credit to Chris Paul, but if you look at the numbers, I mean, Chris Paul ain't doing that much. It's just, I mean. I ain't going to let you slam Chris I Paul, know. bro. Top five PG I, I know, I know, I know. Chris Paul's your guy. I'm just giving okay. you them actual factuals. I think the Rockets ex- may have lost spade. one game all while Chris Paul was hurt, which hopefully that's his last injury that of the season. Are, it might not be. They are 30-3 and three with Chris Paul and James Harden in the lineup, which is phenomenal. Yep. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. I'm just saying. And I know I, what somebody's going to say. Spade, even if the Pels jump those guys, they're playing without DeMarcus Cousins, and that is very true. But let's not act like this team wasn't in the playoff hunt before they got Boogie. When Boogie was still over there in Sacramento, this team was in the playoff hunt. I think one year they made it, and the next year they just barely missed the cut. So I mean, just I'm just I'm just being real with you. I'm not. I don't I mean, feel I like that should solidify him winning MVP. Let me say that. I understand you caping for your guy, and I, I I'm not I caping. Believe, I'm spitting listen, facts. I honestly believe at this point right here, at this stage, I honestly believe that James Harden do deserve an MVP. I, I, I didn't think he deserved it. I kind of wanted him to go co-MVP with him and Russ because they both, I mean, aside from what, a couple of assists or rebounds? A or couple of points, right. Yeah. It was, I think it was assists. rebounds. Like, it yeah. was like, it was like he had double digit because I think uh, uh, Harton had double digit assists, if I'm not mistaken, last year. He did. So I think it was aside from rebounds, like Harton could have averaged a triple-double easily as well if Capella right. wasn't in the way. But I mean, and all the like stats were so close. Even the scoring was like a couple of points. Yeah, it was. I mean, so I, I felt like both. I, I felt like it could have went co. I understand why the NBA don't want to do that, but that if any year should have been a co MVP year, it should have been last year. Now that it. year, I think Curry got it. That other year, that previous year. Yeah. Uh, sixteen. You, you had an argument. You had sixteen an argument is there, fine. Fifteen. Fifteen was hard. Fi- yeah, but um. That was the seventy-three win team, correct? Um, that might have been the seventy-three win team, Spade. No, 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 no. That ago. was sixteen. That was sixteen. That Curry won it. Oh. Nobody argued about. But fifteen, when Curry, because Curry's won too. Oh, you right. He won twice. You right. I want to. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because say, the, yeah, the seventy-three win. Well, that's the year that he won it unanimously. Yeah. And I, I think yep. that had more so to do with, with that with that record. I mean, he was going wheels, though. I don't know, Spade. I mean, let me just say this. If James Harden don't win it this year, then the league really got an issue with James Harden. We and I don't know what the issue. Oh. I, they, I, don't, I don't know what, what the issue is with James Harden. He's a likable guy. I don't feel like James Harden go out his way to like be rude to the media or to other people. I, I don't understand why. The, this year, I think he deserves it. Let me just say that. Right as of right now, if we was voting right now, I feel James Harden deserved MVP. If we was voting right now, now anything anything could happen. I mean, it's slim to none that AD would get the first seed or like that's not happening. So y'all 
Y'all pushing it. Y'all pushing it. I, I don't even, let me say this. I don't even want the Pelicans to make the playoffs. And y'all going to say, why? Because we traded yeah, Nico why? to the Pelicans and we got their first round pick. I think it's a protected pick. Like, I, if it's a top three pick, we don't get it. Or something like that. But I don't even want them to make the playoffs. I want to well, get the Pelicans get pick. I want us to have our pick that we tanking for. And I want us to have two first round picks in this stack ass draft. And so I hope I, I I hope AD slows slows the hell down and they don't make the playoffs. Well, let me say that. I mean, they're looking for a reason to give it to him anyway, so it probably don't matter. I mean, I I think James Harden get it get it this year, bro. I think he gets it this year. We're gonna be going we going visit we going visit awards at a later date because I want to I definitely want to talk to you about rookie of the year. Be quiet, don't say nothing, Spade. In the comments, don't talk about Rookie of the Year. We will visit this at a later date because we've been having arguments about Rookie of the Year as well. Spay, you ready to move on or you got anything else to add about no, your boy? No, I'm James ready Harden? to move forward. I want to talk about your favorite big man in the entire league. Not Rolo. The other one. Spay. You good? If you guys, if you didn't know, if you didn't know. We got to talk about Zaza. Zaza Julia. Yeah. Let right. me tell you something about this Galapagos. He gets accused of being... A dirty player. Uh, he's right. had quite a few instances that someone could possibly say, hey, man, this dude is kind of dirty. Now, is his it? teammates rally to his defense, and they say he's just clumsy, LaParis. He got two left feet. just a big goofy okay. dude that's always in the wrong place at the wrong Most time. Most of you man. tall guys are kind of goofy. Now, let me tell you two something. I'm very nimble. I, I thought about doing American Ninja, but that's neither here nor there. Kyrie Irving actually came out and put a comment and said the league got to do something about this. So now that other players are speaking up, it's really putting this guy under the spotlight. His teammates are defending him. He just got back in the news the other day because Steph landed on his foot. That wasn't his fault, but Steph landed on his foot and twisted his ankle. We all know when Steph came into the league, he had he had ankle issues anyway. It's mm-hmm. just been other run-ins. Uh, I think I can think about. I think it was last year he set the hard screen on Russ. Well, he kind of knocked him to the ground and stood over him like some type of tough guy. That one right yes. there made me feel some kind of way about Russ's teammates because that never should have went the way it went. He's also had a that. questionable play on Kawhi Leonard. He's just always this guy that kind of seems to be on the wrong end of things. So what's bringing it up is, of course, um, the the Golden State Warriors and the Oklahoma City Thunder, they always pretty much have a really good game. Most of the time, the Warriors find a way to pull it out. Nobody's talking about that game, though. They're talking about this one particular play where Russ and Swaggy P were kind of fighting for a rebound, kind of jarring back and forth. It looked real awkward. Russ kind of goes up in the air, flops like a fish out of water, falls down on the ground. And although I admit Swaggy P's foot was hooked on the back of Petulia's leg, Petulia had the slowest fall ever. He fell, and he appeared to look down right at Russ's legs, and he fell on his legs. Mm-hmm. The parents, I know you saw the play. I'm going to throw you a two-question curveball. One, was that play dirty? Two, is Zaza dirty? Yes and yes. I mean, it's easy. Wow. Yes and yes. Let me tell you something. You know, uh, they said, and I've I seen the replay, that, you know, once they play it in slow motion, and they'd be like, well, look, Swaggy P, let, let me tell you something. If you see... If you see you're about to fall on somebody, your hands don't automatically do this, and you brace your fall, he didn't do any bracing. He just fell no. on it like, ugh. Like, he went full GTA body flying in the air, just loose body, 
He just went ragdog and just fell on Russ' legs. Like, he, he, yes, he's a dirty player. I'm sorry. He's dirty. And the crazy thing is, I, Spade, I want to, he's a dirty player. That was a dirty play. But the crazy thing is, I don't know if that's a problem. It was enforcers. It was enforcers and guys that kind of just did stuff like that all the time in our day. The easy one to think about was just Dennis Rodman. Now, I wouldn't say Dennis Rodman did dirty plays. Did dirty plays. But he did do things to try to agitate you. <laughs> let me let me just preface my comment by saying pause right now. But I, they was in the finals against the Jazz, and he was all up Carmelone ass. Literally. Like, he was, pull, he was pulling on his shorts and... I mean, just all type of getting his legs all tangled up, all type of wild stuff. And it, and not just Dennis Rodman, numerous people on top of having enforcers, guys setting hard screens, guys that just come in and just put their elbows in the way. So, is Zaza dirty? I think he's a dirty player. I think he do dirty uh, antics. But I don't necessarily know if that's a bad thing. The problem is these other teams don't have a guy that'll get his Zaza ass and be like, yo, do it again. Back in our day, Spade, I hate to say it, you wasn't about to run up. You wasn't about to run up on the Knicks or the Heat and, uh -uh. and do that. And uh -uh. Or, or, or the old Pistons. I remember the Knicks uh -uh. had, I mean, the Knicks and the Heat, I talk about this all the time. But they had, they used to have wars, literally. If it was an elbow being thrown or somebody was going to the basket trying to get a dunk, they were hard foul you. It would literally be fights. That's why people like, so people like to watch. The Heat and Knicks games, because it was it would literally be fisticuffs. And same thing back with the old Pistons. That's why Michael Jordan went and got uh uh Scott Williams and uh guys uh Chris uh Lip I can't remember his first name, Livingston, dude with the little flat top back back oh, when they yeah, played. Yeah, yeah. They yeah, they yeah. got dudes like that. So when when Isaiah and you know he had he had, Michael Jordan had issues with the Pistons. So when they come drive into the cup. You know, they get hard fouled. They get a you know a little extra in there. Like in my forces. last point, yeah, enforces. My last point, point Spade. Scottie Pippen and Dennis Rodman didn't talk because Scottie Pippen hard Dennis Rodman. Oh no, Dennis Rodman found, um hard fouled Scottie Pippen and it bust up his chin or something. Like his chin got like slit. And before before Dennis Rodman went to the Bulls, like. Allegedly, I'm gonna say that because uh, Dennis Rodman said he didn't. But allegedly, they had to make up. They had to piece it up before they went there because that's the type of physical NBA we had before. Zaza's dirty. Zaza does a lot of dirty antics, but I don't necessarily know if that's a bad thing, Spade. So let me ask you this, and then we can move forward. I think, I mean, I'm in agreement with you. You don't keep making these same mistakes. Uh, a lot of folks disagreed with me, but I felt like when he stepped on Kawhi's foot in the postseason the other year, I felt like that was dirty too, and. In the words of uh, Kyrie Irving, Kyrie said, he keeps doing shit like this. That was a Kyrie words. Like, shit like this keep happening. But Word. we both agree that he's dirty, but you don't think the league should get involved. You think it should kind of be like, uh, yeah. like yeah, retaliation? Be uh, are you asking for retaliation in my league, bro? Spade, I'm going to say, the Heat, I don't remember the dude's name, but they had a guy. And this was a few years ago. This wasn't that far. I ain't talking about when they had Anthony Mason and those guys. This was like when Brown was there. They had a guy that came in and, and literally got like six fouls in 30 minutes. He was just hammering for Oh, yeah. Yeah, his name is I Dexter I can't remember Pittman. the dude's name. But, yes. Was Dexter Pittman. Yeah, That's who it was. Stevenson about him. That's yeah. exactly who it was, babe. Yeah. And I think Oklahoma City, You, I, I, know, why Steven, I know why Steven Adams 
Stephen Adams to do it, but you don't want Stephen Adams to do it because he he's, he's too valuable, too big of a part. Right. Yeah, he's too big of a, a part. You cannot have him getting suspended or uh, or ejected or any of that. But they need somebody on the bench that's going to get in Zaza's ass and be like, "Enough is enough." And and if it's if it's not, then you're going to feel these elbows. You like they mm. need they need that guy, and I don't think they have it. But yeah, I, I think I think it, they need a teammate to police that shit. I don't necessarily want the NBA to get involved. Hmm. And that's why I disagree with you. I don't. I don't okay. want it. I don't want it to happen on the court because uh, that thing can get that thing can get out of hand. I, for one, I don't know how many enforcers we got in the league, and I don't know how that's many true. of them are expendable. I don't think I mean, it's like, any like we all think that you know we we all think uh, Stephen Adams is one, but like yeah, Stephen Adams is actually a really good player. Like if you watch that team. They need that guy. They need him. They need him. He really don't even need to come out for breathers. He need to just That's play exactly the whole damn game. Can't like they him. need him. Yeah, man. But I, I agree. I, I definitely think he's dirty. I mean, you don't keep look too many accidents. That shit start to look intentional. At this point, he gonna have to convince me that that it's it's an accident. I, I don't believe. How it. many times is an accident not an accident? Like, come on, it can't Which always be accidental. It's the same thing with you. Like to use analogies. It's the same. It's the same analogy. It's the same thing like a female saying, you know, I keep choosing bad guys. But well, then, you know, it ain't, you know. Come might on, might not be the guy. Yeah, yeah, might yeah. not be the guy. I'm just saying. You get yourself in trouble. But you can't keep using. Oh, this is an accident. An accident happened once, maybe twice. But come on, Zaza, yep. you got a rap sheet. <laughs> like, yep. yeah, he's dirty. You ready to move on? Yes, sir. Oh, we back to the pick'em game, y'all. Now, if you guys didn't know, I, I, I kind of felt cheated. Spade is up one nothing. I felt cheated because we 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 bet on the All NBA All Star game, and Tim Curry was up the whole game. At one point, they was bruh, blowing out bruh, LeBron. Let it go. Let it go. Okay. Bro. You lost. It's all right. It's okay. All right. It's okay. But I got a good game for us this week, Spade. I got Rockets versus Raptors on Friday. I feel hmm. like this should be a good game. And I want to know where you want to go. You you going Rockets or Raptors? Talk to me. Let me ask you something. Is oh Chris Paul a player? Yep. What about James so Harden? Far. He player? Yep. Did you just tell me them guys don't lose when they both in the same lineup? Give me the Rockets. Yep. You said this is a good game. This ain't no good game. Give me the Rockets. Dan Toronto. I don't give a damn if they playing on Jupiter. Give me the doggone Rockets. Give me the beard. Give me the Euro step. Master, hey, is Wesley Johnson all right? Have you checked on Wesley? <laughs> I just want, I just want to know. Has Come Wesley on, gotten God. up? Is he still on the floor? Has he gotten up yet? Wesley gonna be all right, man. Yeah. Jeez, that was that was rough. I'm I'm sorry, Wesley Johnson. That was rough though. Wes, that was. Mm. Man, crazy thing is, I'm going with the Rockets too. I'm going with the Rockets. Nah, B. Nah, trust your heart. Your heart telling that, you to go that with is the my heart. I just told you. I just told you they thirty and three with Chris Paul and James Harden. Okay. Is he right. thirty and three, bro? Well, then I Toronto. want Toronto. I, I was trying to persuade you to go Raptors, but I'm I want the rap. I want I want the Rockets, bro. You want the Raptors? I want the Raptors. Oh. I was going to try to troll you and say that they I go 30, Toronto. They might be. But I was they just might lying. be like thirty-two and three now. I was, that was like a couple weeks when I seen that stat. Yeah, they're probably thirty-five and three. I don't know about that. Yeah, but I think they you ain't gonna get me like that. We'll both go Rockets. Yeah, I'm going Rockets, let's man. Finish the show, bruh. Let's close it out strong. Okay, let's get it. <laughs>
last segment of the show today, folks. We call this the Strong Arm Performer of the Week. It's an award. We give it out to a male or female who raised his or her level of play to ensure that their team got the victory. Very prestigious award. LaParis, you are on the hot seat. You've been kind of dropping the ball with this segment, bro. Nah. People been hitting me up. People been tweeting me like, bro, what is LaParis doing with the Strong Arm Performer of the Week? Do he think this is a game? Do he not realize how prestigious this award is? And I tell him, I, hey, I mean, kind of stuck with the guy. He's in the contract. I don't know how much longer he got, but I'm kind of stuck with the guy. LaParis, redeem yourself. Who you giving the Strong Arm Performer of the Week to and why? I wanted to give it to DeAndre Ayton for getting 100 racks. But I'm wow, not. see, <laughs> he don't take this serious, y'all. This is very prestigious. I wanted to give it to him, but so I'm not going to do that. I want to give wow. it to another big. I want to give it to another wow. big. And I want to go Rudy Gobert, baby. Rudy Gobert had 26 Ooh. points, 7-9 from the field, 16 rebounds, 4 blocks, and a 116-108 went over the Timberwolves. Rudy Gobert went ham. That's The stifled tower went ham and helped this team Help lead this team to victory. And for that reason right there, Rudy Gobert, you are my strong arm performer of the week. Rudy Gobert. I mean, that's pretty good, I guess. What Bro, do you call 26? him? The what tower? What are you calling him? The stifle tower. That's what they call him. That's terrible. That's terrible. Bro, I don't, don't kill. Hey, t- let him know in the comment section. I did not make that name up. That is what they call him. That is his nickname. I mean, I'm not the, saying the you made it up. I'm tower. saying it's trash. Hold up, I 26, lost, I lost 16 boys, four blocks. Come on, bro. I mean, yeah, that's that's pretty good. I, I got something better right here. But hey, listen, man, you like a good emotional story, right? Get you some tissues, bro. Sometimes. Uh, in the last episode, man, we talked. We briefly talked about it. it was a, a very tragic shooting at a school in, in Florida. That mm-hmm. that I, I hope uh, we as a nation, I hope we can figure out what we can do to minimize these or even make them stop altogether. Uh, but a kid that was a Miami Heat fan lost his life in that shooting, and his family buried him in a Dwayne Wade jersey. Dwayne Wade, this inspired him to come out and play some really good ball. I'm talking, I'm talking some 06 Wade type stuff out here, man. The 76ers, they trust the process, and they came into Miami to try to upset this Heat team. And let me tell you, man, LaParis, Dwayne Wade wasn't having it. You hear me? Mm-hmm. He was not having it. Dwayne Wade did not start LaParis. He came off the bench. He played 25 minutes. He scored 27 points in 25 minutes, bro. He was mm. 5 of 5 from the charity strike, 2 of 4 from beyond the arc. That's 50%. Dwayne Wade can't shoot threes, they say. He could do everything this day. That performance, he didn't have a whole lot of rebounds. I got you right here. Hold on. He only had one board, one dime, but he had three steals and one block. That's a steal off the bench. And most importantly, he hit the game winning shot to sink the 76ers and he dedicated that game to the family of that fallen kid that's a great story it was a great win it's a great performance Dwayne Wade for that performance bro you are my strong arm performer of the week I bring it home y'all I don't play around with this segment like some people on the show he, a- he I, actually I, he actually had the, the young man name written on his sneakers too like that he did that's pretty cool that's pretty cool that's definitely and, and, cool and, and shout out, shout out to Dwayne Wade, man. Always, you know, crazy thing is Spade didn't, Spade didn't believe in Dwayne Wade going back down there. What? Like, nah, we can't. And Dwayne Wade showed up. Spade, nah, he can't shoot threes. That was Spade saying that, y'all know. Spade said that. Was it Spade me, Dwayne? Spade said that. I know what you can like, do, Dwayne that's Wade. That's well-deserving, though. That, that's, that's a pretty good one, bro. That's good. That's a good one. That's what I do, but bro. I, I get on this show and I deliver. Dwayne Wade was in Cleveland, like... 
he'll still be in Cleveland if he play like that. What was that? Dwayne Wade need the ball. He had to do a couple of ISO hezies before he pulled his three. Who who was who was stopping the ball? Who was stopping D Wade from getting the ball in Cleveland? Bron, the okay. I mean D Rose. Bro, the same guy that was just in Pennsylvania looking at private schools, knowing damn well right, he ain't right, going there. That guy, right, bro. Let me let me close the show, bro. Let me close the show. Spade, I gotta ask you. Can I ask you one question? Uh, one question. I'm recording. I'm recording. No, I can't. You can't hold your hand out. Hey. Mama just walk in and hand me a drink in the middle of me recording. And bro, love. Will y'all leave? I'm doing. My bad, bro. Go ahead. You ready? No, I'm waiting on them to leave. He, he should be fine. Leave him. All right, go ahead. Spade, let me let me close the show, bro. Can I close the show? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Spade, let me. Can I ask you a question first? Uh, do you have to? Because I really I mean, don't want to answer no questions. I, I want one more question. Is oh, is Derrick Rose in the lead? Bro, Derrick Rose is working on his jumper. He gonna be all right, man. He he'll be back. Is he in the lead? He'll be back. I mean, it was reports that he was gonna go to Minnesota, and Minnesota came out and said we are no. We are not interested in Derrick Rose. Like, they came out they and said, said that. They said Jimmy Butler limped in that locker room on them crutches and said, if I limp in here and see Derrick Rose ass sitting up in here again, I done left this man one time. Uh, now, I got him shipped up out of Chicago. If I come in here again and see Derrick Rose, I'm out of here. They told Tears. We ain't even talking. We, not we didn't even talk about that. We, we closing the show. We ain't even talking about that. But you know what? That might have really happened. That might have happened. Might. I'm telling like, you, Butler I got was like, man, y'all better not bring this dude in here if y'all want to. Y'all want to keep me? Yeah. I mean, yeah, tips. Was, not today. That's how you end the show, right there. Let me end the show. Shout out the tips. <laughs> Jesus, Jesus Christ. Watch your ACLs. Jesus Christ. And your quads. <laughs> Listen, man. We want to thank you guys for tuning in to another episode of Strong Arm Sports. As usual, if you new mm-hmm. here, bang the subscribe button. If you're a regular here. Hit the like button. It takes two seconds. There's also a little bell up there. You can click that bell. You'll get a you'll get a notification to your mobile device to let you know when a new episode of Strong On Sports have been uploaded to YouTube. If you don't want to see two dudes arguing in the box, we got audio podcasts everywhere. SoundCloud, Podomatic, iTunes. We everywhere. We want to thank you guys for your continued nice. support. Spade, you got anything else to add? Not a thing, but we want to thank you guys for your continued support. And we'll see you guys next episode. We out.